You're listening to the World Famous White Roof Radio, Wolfcast number 603, recorded Thursday, August 18th, 2016. Tonight brought to you by CravenSpeed.com, MotoringStripes.com, and OutMotoring.com. Mini performance, speed, and style, it's OutMotoring.com. Hey everybody, it's TV in Arizona bringing you a brand new episode of the World Famous White Roof Radio, still celebrating our 11th year podcasting with episode number 603. Joining us this evening, as always, my good friend Todd Pearson, MotoringStripes.com. Todd, say hi. Hello. Hello. And uh, the Good Ribbons here this evening as well from DetroitTune.com, Mr. Chad Miller. Chad? Hallelujah. Praise be his name. Hi. That's really funny. Yeah, just, he's just getting ready for his wedding coming up in a couple of weeks. <clears throat> yeah, two weeks. He got a wedding. I got. I gotta make it. Make it happen. Nice. Not my wedding. You're performing a wedding. a wedding. You're not getting married again. Just <laughs> not getting married again, right? Um, and uh, no, Alex. This evening, he's uh, still on his um, French sabbatical, and uh, no, Gabe either. And he's gonna be disappointed because I'm talking about shoes tonight. So Gabe's gonna miss out. Drat. Anyway, fellas, how are we doing this evening? I'm. Uh, I'm doing all right. Excellent. Um, Chad, how are you doing this evening? I am doing well. We uh, we grilled out tonight. It's actually not too humid. Uh, this is the Woodward Dream Cruise week where every car in the world actually comes out to one stretch of road and sees everybody else sitting on the side of the road watching you drive by. Oh, that sounds pretty cool. It is actually. You know, it's, uh, it's kind of neat uh, if you've never been to a Woodward Dream Cruise. Uh, cars that you never would have thought are actually here are here and they come out and they cruise that road and you're like wow there's a original 66 mustang and then the original 67 camaro and then there's a bugatti and then a lamborghini and then there's three ferraris together and then you're like is that an etzel it is an etzel you know like (laughs) and then you know giant monster trucks and golf carts that shouldn't be out there and just Whatever, yeah. I mean, Wednesday night was Corvette night, and it was like literally every third car on Woodward, and it was bumper to bumper traffic, was a Corvette. Wow. So, if you've ever wanted to be in a spot where there was a lot of Corvettes, it should have been last night on Woodward. I so, figure that's uh, Detroit all the time, isn't it? Though. Yeah, it really it it pretty much is, and you know, uh, my lady friend was uh, commenting on, you know, how there were quite a few cool cars around where she was at, but not the the amount where it is here and I, and I had to kind of explain on how the big three are here and uh, how everybody and everybody's family have lived here and they all bought this car when they first got in and then that car's been in the family forever and and all those cars are still here so it's it's kind of neat to see a lot of those things and you get kind of geeked out when you find that really rare car that one you really really like so El Camino as you know yeah yeah, I'm, there'll be you know a ton of them out there this, this weekend I'm sure I've seen one or two already and that's the way to get DB there didn't yeah. even think about it, but uh, you know it's actually funny because we were uh, two weekends ago. I was driving through the back roads of Ohio and I found an El Camino that was for sale, and I was like, "Ooh, DB wants this." I was gonna take pictures and send it to him. You should have taken pictures because I want that. Yeah, yeah, it was a, a mid mid uh, mid eighties. You know the the kind of squared off Monte Carlo uh, Malibu style, and it was yeah, it was nice. It was clean. Well, it's got the little baby three eighteen engine in it. Yeah. Yeah, that's the Woodward Dream Cruise. Go check that. It's a big thing over there in uh, Detroit. 
Yeah. So we're we're all planning on figuring out what to do and and how to get there. And and uh, me and a couple of buddies were all going to go out and uh, do some cruising. And we're kind of trying to figure out what car we're going to take. And we're going to take a mini. We're going to take uh, a, another mini or another mini or the Volkswagen Cabrio or my Nova or or what. And so Nova. I think we're going to actually take the Nova out because it uh, it needs some some stretching and some legs. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I vote the Nova for sure. Yeah, that it's got a small fuel leak, but it's small, and we'll just take a fire extinguisher. We'll be fine. You'll be fine. That's, a, that's an old. That's an old Chevy. They all leak a little bit of fuel. It's just. A, it's just a weep, Chad. It's not really a leak. It, yeah, it's a seepage. We'll seep. That's all. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a gusher. You'll be fine. I wouldn't so, worry. We'll be, we'll be good. So, excellent. If, if you see me out there, wave, honk at your hey, horns. Yeah, honk your horn. If you go by and find our man Chad, he's going to be out there. It'll be cool. Yeah. Um, we have some a little bit of news from motorfile.com. We have uh, some other things we're going to talk about. We did some quick poking around. We're going to have a short show. Todd's on pills like his. Uh, Todd, you're almost out of gin, right? You're in your third? Oh, I'm not almost out of gin, dude. We've, it's, yeah, it, the house is full of gin right now. <laughs> okay, good. And so am I, so. So there you go. We're going to have kind of a short show for you guys this week. Um, we're going to get to all that here in just a minute. I want to remind you guys first about one of the fine sponsors here underneath the wide roof. Our friends over at OutMotoring.com. This is the part of the show where I said I was going to talk about shoes, and I'm not lying. Um, Aaron is now carrying the Pilates Spider shoes. For those of you who like a nice racing shoe, uh, the Pilates is the one to get. Um, one of the ones to get. Um, they're really nice. Super they're back. They went out of business a few years ago, yeah, and now they're they back. Stopped, they stopped making Pilates yep, for a while. they did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, Aaron's got all of them over at outmotoring.com. There's a, if you get the email, you've already seen them. All the Pilates, not only the Pilates, but all the Pumas as well. A couple of different Puma, the Puma mini shoes. If you want the actual mini logoed shoe, you want to get the Puma one. So the all leather one that Gabe likes so much that I really don't care for. Uh, and then the, the tan one, which I don't care for, but the Pilates. Yeah. Good. Some- I, I own a pair of Pilates uh, uh, driving shoes and they are awesome. They are awesomely comfortable on top of it too. Yeah, and you know they're really—they're not that expensive. They're about a buck fifty, hundred seventy, hundred fifty. Not too horrible for that kind of shoe. It's worth it. I—I—I I, uh, I personally recommend those shoes along with the Pumas. I, those are the <laughs> right now the only two shoes I wear: Pumas and uh, and Pilates. So Pilates, nice, um, and those will help you with your heel toe. So if yes. you're trying to do heel toe, you gotta have the right shoes. Yes. Yes. Anyway, Al Motoring's got the Pilates shoes. Al Motoring also has the mini felt-winged logo hat, which is super nice. You should go over and pick one of those out. Uh, and also, this is this really cool thing, a rechargeable LED. Plug it, basically, you plug this little light into your cigarette lighter. It charges right there, and you always have a light whenever you need it. I have one of those also. They're awesome. That's, yeah, that's super cool. And for those of you who need this kind of thing, the uh, the British flag litter bag, you've got to have that in your car. Just hang it from like your rear headrest or something. Also available at OutMotoring.com. Not only these really cool accessories at OutMotoring, but like a full line of DIY parts for your Mini to fix everything that's broken. Everything. They're adding something like 3,000 new items to the website every month. Um, and that's everything from accessories and personal stuff all the way down to like the very small little body detail pieces. You know, the clips or that one piece that you need for your body kit that you lost in a car wash. The one that I was missing for a really long time. You'll be able to get, you can get that from outmotoring.com. Um, all the parts to, you know, do your own oil change, tune-ups, all those things available over at outmotoring outmotoring.com don't forget that when you are there i want you to be sure that you uh sign up for the email newsletter and you can do that right from the home page it actually prompts you at the bottom of the page 
and um, make sure you sign up. And when you do sign up, that's a really cool thing is you get your own 5% discount coupon every time you get an email. Super duper awesome. That, of course, available from our friend over at OutMotoring. OutMotoring.com. Mini performance speed and, uh, yeah, the Pilates uh, spider shoes. That's OutMotoring.com. Yes. Yes. News music, maestro, if you'd be so kind. Oh, there it is. Detroit Tune Supercharger. Got it. Yeah. That's what they're he, selling it out motoring now? Yeah, they're selling it out motoring. He goes, it's the most badass world-changing supercharger you will ever buy. <laughs> like like his – I'm trying to find the email right now, and I don't think it's actually in my uh, my other box here. But um, it was pretty hilarious to, to, to see his email on this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to find. Oh, I got uh, it too. It was the you know the uh, the email of the month, right? Yeah, the email of the month. It, it all came out, and Here it was it like is. the yeah. the most badass supercharger ever. Oh, it was last you know? month or last week? It was last week. Yeah, it was last it's week. Yeah, yeah it's bloody shoes today. Yeah, so that was uh, that was our supercharger. I was like, oh, that's a good email. <laughs> yeah. By the way, my friend Andre, I, he finally got his mini up and running. I think he bought a supercharger from you. Could have been. Uh, yeah, we've been uh, we've been selling quite a few lately. Yeah, I bought a supercharger and I don't know what else. And uh, yeah, he had this piece of crap 2002 Cooper S that he put back together and rebuilt, and it's running like a top now. You That's know, awesome. I did a search for a Detroit tuned over at Al Motoring. He's got quite a few things that you make, Chad. Yeah, yeah, yeah we've been we've been working together well. Nice. Nice, the Detroit Tune bypass valve, the big brake kit, the rebuilt supercharger, the uh, yep. micro space saving, the, the really cool spare tire bags that your mom makes with love. Wow, yep. that rechargeable light is thirty bucks. It's twenty eight bucks. Twenty eight dollars. And but here's the cool thing: when you plug it in, little blue lights light up as it's charging. So that oh, oh, see that's rad. You can always see it. That, but just for that, you guys need to get one of those. Well, here's the thing, though: in the in the F56 generation cars, the 2014 plus, it's yeah. so up under the dash you can't see it. Oh, well, that's lame. Yeah. If you have an R56, so you got to have it. Go get it. Yeah. Just saying. So instead, what I recommend in the F56 yeah. is the uh, Mini makes this. It's a dual USB plug, yeah. which then gives your Mini three USBs, which nice. I have to say was very convenient on Mini Takes the States. I can imagine. It was uh, it was very nice to have three of them. Although I finally I hardwired my uh, Valentine one. I went all the way to the fuse box and. Uh, plugged it in so it's very stealth now oh so you don't have like wires hanging all over the place correct good times correct oh, you must share photos with that so others in the white roof radio listening audience can admire your handiwork yeah it's it was fun and and the other thing too is it used to be really easy to get to the fuse panel in a mini not so much anymore it's on a, it's on the other side of the car it's underneath the glove box and it's literally up under behind it's it's not a fun fun thing to get to <laughs> okay it's possible, but it's not fun. But you still did it, so nice job. I did it. I'm not afraid to rip my car apart. There you go. Um, if we click over to motoringfile.com's a couple things we wanted to point out. Uh, a lot of racing action. Gabe was over at uh, Road America, so he's got a lot of reports from the mini JCW team who ended up um, uh, did okay, um, but they had you know they weren't without issues so go over there and there's a ton of pictures on the motoring file Instagram too if you missed any of those. Uh, go over and check them out. Gabe also has the BMW X1 currently in the garage. Um, so you know there'll be a post coming about that here very soon as well. Well, and I'll give you the uh, the short version of this because he and I have been texting back and forth 
on this car because we had the discussion a couple of weeks ago when Gabe was on the show. Right. About how the X1 is something people could cross shop for, you know, with a Clubman. Because right now you go in and you put a all four on a Clubman and then you load it up with the same equipment you'd get on an average equipped X1. And the right. Clubman ends up at like 45, 46 grand. Okay. Right? Well, you go over, walk, you know, 100 steps over to the BMW dealer, usually. Uh, <laughs> you walk over to the BMW dealer and you look at the X1 and you're like, well, wait a minute. For the same price or less, for like $43,000, $44,000, I can buy this X1. It's got all that built in. I don't have to crank it up on everything. Wow. You know, M Sport package, all of this, head up display. Yeah. Leather interior, backup camera. Interesting. Uh, you know. And the X1 is essentially the same as the next Countryman. Uh, well, uh, yes, and the X1 has the same engine in it as the JCW. It is identical. It is the same two-liter uh, four-cylinder engine in the JCW pumping out 228 horsepower and uh, whatever torque, but the same mileage. So it's it's identical to it. Wow. But anyway, so Gabe and I have been, you know, chatting back and forth on this car, and mm -hmm. he hated it. He didn't like the X1 at all. He says the Clubman's such a better value and a better car, which I'm not sure I agree with him, but I haven't driven an X1 more than just, you know, around the block a little bit. Right. So it'll be interesting to hear his take on it, and it, it seemed like it was honest because he was telling me it's not just... You know, right. his, his normal fanboy stuff that he posts over on Motoring File. Right. I, I say that because he's not listening and he's not going to listen. Although, he, I think he listened to the last show. Maybe. But uh, I have a feeling when he you know, he talks about the comparison, because he's he has the Clubman still and this driving him back to back, and he likes the Clubman better. Well, so if Gabe's not liking the X1, that's leads logic says that there's a, there's a chance that he might not like the new Countryman either. It's a it's an interesting uh, question. Hmm. Well, we'll have to get Mr. Bridger on about that and see what he says. Yep. Yep. So yeah, I th I'm sure we should see that in the next week or so. I would imagine so as well. Um, and then also over at Motoring File is uh, we've got worldwide mini sales hitting a record high in July. And we hear the 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 party, the whistles and horns and cheering and everything until we realize that. In the U.S., sales were still down by 8% Yeah, <laughs> in July. And we all are left scratching. Excuse me, scratching our collective heads. I'm still heads. at a loss for this. Chad, you're, we discussed this previously, but you're, having some, you're doing good business at the shop right now. Yeah, we're doing okay. And, and Todd, you're coming off of one of the busiest years you've had doing motoring stripes in a while, right? Yes, sir. How is, where, where's all these people coming from that are giving you guys so much money? Are um, they buying? Are they jumping? Is it the the increase of owners in the used market? Possibly they're the ones that are coming in, and they're becoming enthusiasts. But they're buying like the the you know the older R fifty sixes or even the the little bit older F fifty sixes. Is that what? Well, I I think uh, yeah, definitely for me it's it's people you know like I bought so and so's old R fifty three. I want to do this this and this. I was like, okay, I know I know all about that car. Like, I know a guy. Only needs this. It's good to go. <laughs> like. No, I mean, I, I, I'm having multiple people call me and it's like, hey, I bought so-and-so's R53. I want to do this because they said you guys knew what you're doing, blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, well, let's talk about what you want to do and, you know, let's see the car. We haven't seen it in about six months. Let's you know, bring it in. We'll talk, you know. So and for me, I definitely think that's a, a huge part of my business. Right. Um, you know, I know that we're getting more R56s than ever. 
I don't know if the F56 is really starting to be in that secondhand market, no. but a little, a little bit maybe, just a just a hair. Yeah. I don't know. Here in Phoenix, I see new minis all the time. Yeah, I'm seeing a lot of them here too. And four doors, I see a lot of F56s. I mean, I think I've seen one new convertible. You know, I keep, Country. you know, I keep a track of uh, a lot of people on the internet. You know, various groups and stuff like that. And I see a lot of people trading from like a 11 or 12 or maybe even a 13 to a brand new 16 Countryman or something like that. Right. So I see a lot of deals out there with the Countrymans because, you know, we had talked about this on previous shows that there's going to be a surplus of Countrymans Which they, coming now they, in because now they, they got rid of the Paceman. Yeah, but now they've dialed that back again. They renegotiated. There's still going to be a bunch of Countrymen because they're going to, you know, be at the dealers through the end of the year. But, right. But, yeah, there's still going to be a bunch. But I think I think there's I think there's some deals to had out there. So I, I see some people that have had a, you know, car X and they have upgraded to car Y. You know, so they've definitely, oh, we knocked three years off our car and it's got brand new mileage and stuff. So it's the people that are still, they haven't quite got hit with that car. It's like, why is it using so much oil? <laughs> why is it doing this? Why is it doing that? It's like, well, yeah, all these cars at this time do that. And it's like, well, why? It's like, because you followed the dealer maintenance schedule. Yeah. You know? So they're moving up to the next car. So. They're still selling cars because people they're giving them a good trade in and and that type of stuff, but they yeah, haven't got hit with that. Oh my god, the maintenance program, you know, the eight percent drop in sales to last year. That's just weird. I don't know. Uh, maybe just because it, you know all there is right now is either the four door or the Countryman, which is now old, or well, the Clubman, which is some people are probably looking at and being too expensive. Well, we'll put it this way: we said it <clears throat> a couple of shows ago that. The used mini sales are up. They're at like a record level for for minis, and they and they do keep track of that. Mm -hmm. And they're up like fourteen percent for the year. So for me, um, I, I would say the last two cars I've done have been older cars. R fifty sixes that people brought in, and they said, "Oh, I just bought this car. Uh, can you put stripes on it?" Sure. And I have been, you know, there's enough cars out there on the streets today that I will tell you, I am at a body shop, um, a various body shop, probably three days out of the week, repairing cars. Oh. And, and that's a great business to be in. I mean, I've, I've basically, you know, hey, I put stripes on this car four years ago. They wrecked it. It's at the body shop. Insurance is going to pay for it. That keeps me in business. Right. Um, so there's a little bit of both of those things that eventually you just, I've, I've, I've done so many that, hey, the math just catches up with you and I've got constant business. So there's a little bit of that because I'll, I'll have to say that new cars, uh, yeah, I haven't been doing that many brand new ones. I mean, it's gone from five to 10 a week, um, probably 10 a week on average down to more like three to five. So well, it has slowed a bit for me on the new car end. But like Chad says, hey, there's a lot of people, you know, cross grading or downgrading or you know like we did traded in a 14 for a for a roadster oh, so right. and i don't think that's uncommon right now i i really don't think that's uncommon because a lot of people are going oh it was more fun to drive and i like the looks of it better right and it's a buttload cheaper <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah so You're right you can't take that out of the equation to go i could buy a car that's you know three years old i can buy a 2013 for a, a ton less than I can buy a new car. And I like the looks of it better, and I like the handling better. So, hmm, Interesting. 
So there you and, go. Yeah, it still doesn't. I'm still confused with sales, though. So well, and here's the here's the other thing I was going to bring up, and and now that we're talking about that, it's, well, because I'm looking at this, because sales in Canada are up and Mexico. Yeah, absolutely. U.S. is about the only place they're down around the world. Right. Of all the markets. Now, I was listening to our friends over at Motor Trend. Right. Uh, Charlie and Sean, and they interviewed Tom Noble, the mm-hmm. head of marketing at Mini USA, and I believe in their interview from Mini Takes the States, Tom said, you know, in regards to sales the, and why things are changing, you know, the new branding that's coming out for many and everything's going upscale, blah, 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 was that, let's say 10 years ago, even 12 years ago, the number one and number two reason people bought many Coopers were number one was handling and mm-hmm. number two was fuel economy. And right now, and I think number three was styling, but fuel economy has now dropped to like sixth or seventh place on that list which either supports Gabe's theory of gas is cheap and so people don't shop for economical cars anymore. Right. Or, like my theory, is that there are so many cars out there now that get just as good of mileage as a Mini, you know, Mm -hmm. in the 30s, that it doesn't matter. All things being equal, Mm -hmm. people aren't shopping versus, you know, on, on fuel economy anymore because all cars get pretty decent gas mileage. Right. Unless you're yeah. buying a gas guzzler like a 7 Series or, you know, a high-end sports car, you know, a Porsche or, you know, an F-Type Jag <laughs> that, that gets crappy that's, mileage. This is on that cars.com list. Um, yeah, but you're right. Yeah, so uh, people or are... A Mazda, a Mazda 3, oddly enough, Mazda 3 does not get good gas mileage. Monroney sticker says like... Uh, 2228. And and Mazda even more so than Mini has lost their way design-wise. Mazda oh, yeah. cars are some of the ugliest cars on the road today, even uglier than, I don't know. They're they're pretty bad. I think there's a ton of ugly cars on the road right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, tons. I don't I don't care who what manufacturer, they're all there's a lot of really ugly cars. Now, Tesla, some Porsches, you know, those kind of cars are like, hey, you that know what, still though? looks really good. You know what, though? You know who's not making ugly cars? Ford. I think the new Mustang's a pretty good-looking car. Yeah, it's, it's not horrible, but there's some there's some bad flaws in that car, too. It's, it's, but it's, it's much better than a lot of other cars. I'll, I'll tell you, it's way better than the Camaro. What's that, DB? I don't think Ford makes an ugly car right now. Yeah, they probably do. I mean, the the transit van's pretty hideous. <laughs> yeah, but it's hideous in some special way. But yeah. it's totally functional. It yeah, is. It's completely functional. It is. It's 100% functional. Ugly. I'll like, tell you, everybody with a full-size van right now sucks. <laughs> yeah. But, no, I mean, even the Taurus, and the Taurus is notoriously just a hideous, hideous automobile. Mm-hmm. They've made it look not horrible. And I have to say that um, Honda, the new sport uh, version of uh Civic's got a new back end and a new design, and the Accord Sport is uh, it's a decent looking car. It's getting very BMW 3 Series like in its mm-hmm. in its looks, and uh, it's it's kind of an attractive sedan, if you will. Yeah, they it has gotten a little bit on the big side, however, I I, I fear. Yeah, I think you know it's interesting. I was actually just looking at the Ford website. A lot of their cars all look exactly the same. Yeah, and their truck is actually kind of ugly. But all trucks right now have been ugly. Trucks right now are ugly. I think the Ford's better looking than the Chevy. But, you know, you've got the, uh, obviously, the the Fusion, which if you kind of tilt your head and squint, it kind of looks like an Aston Martin. Yeah, it's got the grill. (laughs) And then you've got the Focus and the, um, sorry, the the Focus and the Fiesta, and those cars look 
very similar. Along yeah, with- they, I mean, all the front ends on all those cars look exactly the same, which is actually just an awesome Martin. <laughs> yeah, but well, I, I think the new Focus is a good-looking car. It's yeah, a, it's, it's not horrible. It's not bad. Somebody traded in, speaking of Ford, somebody traded in a, a Fiesta, a 2013 Fiesta yeah. to the dealer the other day. And you know the guys, you know, in their downtime when they're not working on minis, they go through the used cars mm-hmm. and they, you know, check them out before they put them on the lot, make sure everything's good. And uh, <laughs> one of the one of the techs drove up in a 2013 Fiesta and it had crank windows. And oh. we were all laughing. We're like, I didn't think anybody made crank windows. And I go, I remember DB and I rented a Peugeot in London. Peugeot 108, remember? And Kate the, was in the back seat, and she's all, crank windows. But, but DB, they had electric windows in the front and crank in the back. Yeah, that was so funny. <laughs> that was the crazy thing. So anyway, yeah, yeah the, the Fiesta, 2013 Fiesta with crank windows, and the hubcaps on this were just absolutely horrible. Mm. So I don't know. Uh, yeah, maybe. And, and this brings us full circle to something db said a couple of weeks ago how back in what 2002 2003 mini was on everybody's top 10 list for the best handling most fun car right Right. so i decided like hey let's just see what's right now can we um find anything you know a, a list somewhere that says the best cars of 2016 and we came across a couple of lists and one was car and driver mm-hmm they're you know, best handling cars of 2016. And Mini was not on the top 10 list. However, no. uh, a couple of cars that people cross shop were on the list, namely the Volkswagen Golf GTI and Golf R. They yep. put, put them all together. The MX-5 Miata is on that list. The Miata is on the list. The Mazda 3 is on the list. Yep. And the, 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 and the BMW M2. The M235i and the Camaro. Yep. I know that sounds weird, but in the price range, the Camaros seem to be selling very well, especially the SS version, although they're not competitively priced. I think they're pretty damn expensive. Right. But um, anyway, uh, and the Tesla is on this list, Porsche Boxster, Cayman, um, GT350 Ford Shelby Mustang. Mm-hmm. The Cadillac CTS-V Sport. Of course the CTS-V is on the list. Of course. That car is a beast. Yeah. An absolute beast. So, and Honda Accord. That was rounding out the list of uh, the things on car and driver's list. Well, lo and behold, NDB, what else did we found? We found a car. We found another story. This is from last December at cars.com, which is the best cars for driving fun. Yeah, the so most fun cars. 16 model cars um, that were, that the, that cars.com, the guys over at cars.com, which is also kvb.com, all those guys, they said these cars are a lot of fun to drive. We really enjoy these. And on that list is the BMW M235. A lot of people really like that car. And the Mini Cooper Hardtop is on that list, which was pretty exciting. I think it was actually number two on that list. Number two on the list is actually the most inexpensive car. It's on a list with the Alfa Romeo 4C, um, the Audi RS7. Which is ridiculous because the RS7 is that's a $100,000 car. Yeah, the Chevrolet SS, which is basically a rebadged Malibu. Um, or is that the Cobalt? The What's that? It, or is that the Cobalt? No, no it's, it's a Malibu. A, it's a Malibu. Yeah. It's giant. Um, uh, the Jaguar F-Type's on that list. Of course. Of course. The MX, the Mazda uh, Mazda 6 is on that list. The AMG uh, GT by Benz, that's on the list. Oh, my God. That's a ridiculously priced car right there. And the Subaru BRZ is on this list, which I haven't seen the Subaru BRZ on any list like this in a while, and that's a car supposed to be a hoot to drive. 
And then rounding out their top 10, of course. Is, of course, the GTI. And so that's the one car that seems to be on quite a few lists, right? And the Mini isn't on as many lists anymore as it used to be. But right. it was. I, I was shocked to see. And this is from December. I mean, uh, forgive us for not seeing that sooner. Mm-hmm. Because I think it's a pretty big deal. And I think in the right form, the Mini still is probably one of the most fun cars, especially for the price. Yeah. And they put it starting at the Cooper with, you know, starting at $21,000. Right. Which is, they, they included destination fee in that price. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what, if you add the $900 so destination fee into that, that's actually what it costs. And and my recommendation for any new Mini um, is that you go to Chad and you have him put some lowering springs on it or <laughs> you get the JCW, the uh, adjustable coilover suspension, which is a little bit overkill, but everybody that I've had drive my car says, this car doesn't feel like the other minis, I've, the other new minis I've driven. And I'm like, well, of course not. There's like a $3,000 suspension on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get rid of the doom buggy look a little bit, and uh, you have a little bit of fun with yourself yeah. for crying out loud. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I don't know. I still think that's funny that, you know, it didn't really, that the Mini doesn't make those kind of lists anymore. Yeah, but you it really made the cars.com list. Back in, 20, in 2003 and 2004 and 2005, everybody's tripping over themselves to add the Mini to their list in some way, shape, or form. Well, and this, I think, speaks of how sad the landscape of cars is today. Yeah. Unless you have a crap ton of money. Like, if you can afford an F-Type, I, mm-hmm. I applaud you right now. You know, go, you. go get an F-Type. Yes, please. Or um, an oh, RS, an Audi please. RS7. That is one dead sexy car and fast. Yeah. That car is fast. But you're going to, you're 100 grand. You're 100 grand. And exactly. the Alpha, the the, Rome, the Alpha uh, Romeo four C. See, if you can find a four C, first of all, right, it's also expensive, like seventy grand, right? Yeah, it's going to be pretty expensive. You're going to expensive, but oh man, look at it, it looks like a Ferrari. You're going to pay for that. So of this list, yeah. and even the M two thirty five is uh, a pretty damn expensive car. By the time for, you for hundred thousand dollars, I'm going to pay off my house first. <laughs> right. <laughs> what does it? Just M2? saying. What does an M two thirty five cost? Uh, I think an M two thirty five I. Once you put uh, a lot of equipment on there, you're yeah. fifty to sixty. Let me see here. Let's check go it up. out. See how, see if I'm right. I'm just pulling this out of my head. The uh, BMW website now. So if you're I, just pulling that out of what you feel it is actually worth based on the looks and what you think cars <laughs> are worth. I'm gonna build. I'm a car a, guy. Let's see how much. Build a two. You know, that's interesting because you could actually, I mean, this could work for any car. When you look at a car, you're like, oh, well, that's got to be a $60,000 car or a 70000 or, you know, well, you look at, you know, a, your econo box, you're like, that car can't be more than $22,000 or something you know, like that. What you get is now it's the M240i is what you get if you're buying a 2016 or 2017. It's the M240i and it starts at forty four four five thousand. dollars So right. 40, Forty-five thousand dollars. By the time you and put some equipment you want on X drive, then it's forty-seven starting price. So you're going to be. No, I was going to say by the time you add a radio to it, it's fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> right. You're going to be between fifty and sixty thousand dollars, but you put it. Oh yeah, totally. Oh, you want traction control? Oh, that's another fifteen thousand dollars. Yeah, we're going to keep it an Alpine white, um, and we'll put in. Uh, we're just. Uh, we want leather interior. It's an M car. Duh. Yeah, of course. Um, and we want to just do packages. We got to have the cold weather package. Um, we yeah, we'll put in the driver assistance package, and oh heck, we'll do the driver assistance plus package instead. 
And then final options. Um, Todd's going to want 18 inch tie, 18 inch yep. wheels. Black wheels. Um, I'm going to leave it with the automatic transmission. Yeah, that's very American. We want the HK. Uh, we want CarPlay. $300 for CarPlay compatibility, which also adds the navigation. Um, parking assistant, wireless charging, Wi Fi hotspot. We don't need that. So I'm at 52 grand for an M2. Yeah, and the one car and driver put together, the M235i, by the time they equipped it out, it was 48.8. So, damn near $50,000. Right there. And that was the 235i, the 2016. Now, DB is configuring the 2017 240. So, yeah, the 240 comes in. Uh, that's very nicely equipped yeah. um, at 52 grand. So, that's actually not that much higher than the base price, really. Base price was 45. I don't know. We I say that's ridiculous, and then my car was 43. So, yeah. Starts getting a little more, you know, reality. That's, but that's crazy that you can, that for not much more than what you paid for your car, I can get an M car. Well, I will say this um, from Alex's perspective. I know he was shopping uh, before he got his JCW. He was yeah. looking at the M235. But he right. goes, I just had the 135. It's kind of the same thing. He wanted to change it up mm-hmm. because he did like it, you know, maybe a little bit better. But it was more money. Like I think the two and and I'll let him speak for himself when he comes back on the show. But I think he, what he told me was, for his money, he'd rather you know save a little bit, buy the JCW, and, mm-hmm. uh, because he you know basically just got rid of his 135i. Right. And this one isn't that much different. Yeah, so, you're right. So anyway, I forgot where we were going with that. Ah, uh, we were just talking about you know Starcom thing, yeah. The fact that the mini of of everything on this list. With the exception of the GTI, because I think I equipped before I bought my JCW, I, I was shopping those, and by the time you get it equipped, and yeah, you can get really good deals on VWs now, but they're pretty competitive price wise with the Mini, like MSRP, right? Like equivalently equipped cars. Now you can get the four door, you can get the two door, you know, much like you can in a Mini, but I, it, for some reason, I don't know why the GTI people they just love those cars. Yeah, they really do. But, you know, we just did that whole, uh, the BMW, you know, the M235 on the end. We're looking at that list at cars.com. All these Mm -hmm. cars are costing, you know, Mm -hmm. north of 50 grand, Mm -hmm. except for the Mini and the GTI. Well, GTI is what, 35? No, the GTI, you can get it in the 30, uh, under 40. Under 40. So besides the the Mini and the Volkswagen, all the other cars are on the BRZ. The BRZ. so more than half of this list is north of 50 grand. Um, and like we talked about, was that last week, Tom? We were talking about that dining kit that you got on your car? Yeah. I still think that's going to be the hot setup on a Mini, on a Mini Cooper, just a regular old hard top. It is. I've been running it for two weeks now, and I can say my fuel economy is back down into the low 20s. It's back down to 21, 22 after my long trip. Uh, but that's not bad. It's for car. it's still an amazing punch in the seat. Uh, it is as much fun as as I had when I put my first pulley on my uh, my first mini. Nice. I mean, Chad, you remember your first mod on a mini that made it go fast? You know, oh, you, yeah. you do a pulley, an intake, and an exhaust, and you're like, yeah, this thing's dialed in now. And then you just want more. You just want to keep going. Oh yeah, yeah. and that's usually what most my people they're like. What's the next step? I was like, well, the next step is ten grand. Yeah, like you ready to go? <laughs> like I got it. Well, let's do it. You know. Yep. They're like, man, you're like a crack dealer. I was like, well, hey, you just keep wanting more. You know. And I, you know, and I've always struggled this with for years. 
um, it, people are like, I want this and this and this. I was like, let's just put this one thing on and then you can do the next thing and then the next thing. Oh, no, I, I want them all right now. I was like, okay, but you're not going to see how any of this works. And then when you want the next step, the next step is going to be really big. So it's like, right. I can just taste a little bit of heroin right now. But then next <laughs> thing you know, you shot it up. It's like, okay, well, now it's death. Okay, there you go. <laughs> so it's, uh, you know, I'm always trying to make it so that you can kind of spread things out a little bit over a life. Cause there's a lot of people that they get bored with things after a while and they want the next thing or the next big thing. And that's, that's what the manufacturers of some of these new cars are doing. You know, your Camaros, your Mustangs, they're like, but it's got a thousand horsepower. It's like, well, and maybe, you know what, Chad, you just may have defined what is wrong with mini sales in the U S because as a society, we are so addicted to, I mean, uh, you know, DB and I are both iPhone guys, and DB, you're not as much as me. But every time a new iPhone comes out, I'm gonna upgrade. Oh, I, I, I upgrade. I'm on the every other cycle, so I can't. I, I just do it every other time because I mean, the iPhone's a good phone for me, so it lasts for two years. Yeah, but still, you're like, hey, it's got some new features. I'm gonna do it. it it's for whatever it is. I have the desire to go ahead and go. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and upgrade. And yep. I think for minis for the long time, and you know, my latest mini before this one, I kept for ten years. Mm-hmm. And there was no real reason to upgrade. I didn't feel like, okay, I'm missing something. Or, oh, this yep. is so good. Even right. the GP2 almost swayed me to to upgrade. But then it just, just wasn't quite enough for me. Right. Uh, so maybe that's the problem is that Mini just hasn't made, you know, far enough leaps and advancement of, hey, this car's fun to drive. It's powerful. They've done all of this. And from what Gabe said a couple of weeks ago when he was on the show – it sounds like the next iterations of the mini engine, they're going to boost the horsepower and start competing a little bit more, at least, now that they've got a two-liter platform to go from. Yeah. Bump it up to where it's like, okay, we can be competitive now. Exactly. I, don't I would know. have to agree. Crossing my fingers that, that that happens. And I think the Countryman is going to be our next uh, peak inside You know what mini does. But right. here's the sad thing is that Mini's owned by a bigger brand, BMW, and at some point, they're just competing with themselves. Right. Don't you think? Like, if they start adding features and they're like, oh, well, I can get all these features here, and I can well, get all these they features. They the price up any higher. Yeah. And that's, oh. just, that's the other thing, too. And, you know, like you use that example, that 44, you know, your car versus uh, an M235. Yeah. You know, or the the Clubman, a, a nicely equipped Clubman versus the X1. Or shit, even the M235 now, you got to pay $300 to have CarPlay integration. Right. When you yeah. can go buy any Chevy, Hyundai, uh, all kinds of other cars that have it built in for free. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, the funny thing is, is I'm always looking at cars, not necessarily on the tech or whatever, where I look at a phone going, oh, wow, I need that feature because that will make me be more productive or whatever. I'm looking at a car going, does it look cooler? Does it go faster? Can I mod it more? Can I be that first guy on the block that makes it sound awesome? Well, and and But if I'm just like, uh, the car is kind of ugly. I don't really need that car. And the one thing, I'm going to leave it with this because I, I saw this recently and it's been floating around the social media uh, advertisements if you still have advertisements on your so- your social media. It's one of the latest ads from Infinity, and it's a guy driving a car, and you can't even see really what kind of car it is, but the the lead of the advertisement 
is the most important thing about a car is the way it makes you feel. And you see the guy punch the accelerator and go and then put a big smile on his face. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you, that is genius advertising because that is the absolute truth. Chad, it's just what you said. I want to know how this car makes me feel. I want it to put a yeah. smile on my face like it yep. did in 2002 and 2003 when we got into our very first minis. Yep. And what's it going to take to do that? Or what's it going to take to convince people who've never driven one to get in one and put that smile on their face? Right. And Minnie's right. missing the boat right now because they're like, oh, it's not fun to drive. It's it's premium. Right. It's a hipster car or it's whatever, hipster malarkey. Well, and in the right. U.S., that that marketing message is not selling. And nope. it's evident. And we all agree. Even Gabe agrees. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a certain amount of premium that you can definitely have, but you still have to have that little bit of raw seat of your pants. I can just sit here and do a burnout and it will make me smile. It doesn't do anything other than actually physically be legal, but it puts a smile on my face. And, and that's why and, certain muscle cars, quote unquote, and, make people buy them because they're like crazy amount of horsepower that somebody can do, but I can just step on the gas and just do a burnout. Hmm. And well, it's awesome. And here, I'm going to tell you something. And, and the Mini doesn't necessarily need to do that, but they need to have that smile factor. No, but you know what does do that? I'm going to say this, and I'm going to let DB do a spot, and we're going to wrap the show. Is that the, um, my new dining chip in my car. So the other day, I uh, was driving up the street, and I'm in third gear, and there's a guy in front of me. And I'm, I'm doing 40 miles an hour, 40, 45 in third gear. And he kind of slows down. And he's like just driving like a jackass in front of me. <clears throat> There's two lanes open around me. And uh, so I look over. I put my signal on. I go. And I punch it. I didn't even downshift in third gear. And the wheels spun. Nice. In my, in my JCW. I really, I just punched it. I didn't downshift or anything. I punched it. And then this wheel just went. Burr, and then chirped in third gear. And I'm like. That is what I want. That is so much fun. It puts such a smile on my face yep. to be able to have that and do that. And that is something I think that's sorely been missing from the Mini for quite a few years. Yeah. And I got to say it's back, but you got to pay for it. And you got to pay for it, though. JCW it's not going to be cheap, yes. In the JCW yep. form. And then you got to put a dining chip on it. It was actually kind of funny because as I was going out to get a haircut, I'm going towards Woodward. And every road that goes towards Woodward, you always see some cool cars because there are people that are like they're just going out there so i was pacing with a uh, kind of a late 90s mid 90s mustang a mach one you know and i was like wow he's got slicks on that thing and it's really loud and i was like okay well you know he, he kind of punches it and i was like that was crazy loud but whatever you know so we go off at a light and he starts to punch it and i had already let the clutch out i hadn't actually got on the gas yet so i just floored it I didn't have that wheel spin, but as soon as that supercharger got up, it got into, Screams. you know, yeah, it started screaming and he was just spinning tires. And by the time I pulled second, I chirped and then I took off and I was right at his door the entire time, you know, <laughs> and it was, it was a really good little fun little race. We were playing back and forth. Oh. We go up to the next light and he's, I'm like, well, how much horsepower, you know, what, what are you running? And he goes, well, this is probably somewhere around 700. And I was like, are you freaking oh. kidding me? I was me? like, okay, well, I'm glad I stayed with you at 250-ish, you right. know, somewhere. That, <laughs> he's like, I'm like, well, my car weighs a lot less than yours. He's like, yeah, and I have a passenger. I was like, I'm blaming on your passenger. That's cool, dude. <laughs> you have a Mustang, and you're blaming it on the passenger. It's, it's, it's fine. If your passenger is Louie 
Anderson, man. Yeah, so, you know, it, it was funny. We, we were playing, and I was like, you know what? I'm staying right with you. This is great, you know, so I, I enjoyed myself. It was, it was a good time. That's Excellent. Funny. Funny. Uh, let's take a minute. Let's remind you guys about one of the other fine sponsors here underneath the white roof. I want you guys to actually take a moment, and I want you to click over to cravenspeed.com. Actually, type it in your address bar. Uh, they got a brand-new website. Very, very cool. I want you guys to go over, check it out. I want you to poke around, kick the tires, go find something nice for yourself, and, you know, buy it. Buy Please. all of the things. Just buy all the things. They have stuff for your car, even if you don't have a Mini. The stubby antenna, they make them for all different models. There's a whole bunch of stuff. They got parts for all different cars, not just Mini stuff. But the Mini stuff is dope, like the stubby antenna. The flex pot adapter, which is amazing. You really need that. The Platypus license plate mount, if you have a car that if you feel in a state where you have to have a front license plate. And the Platypus license plate mount, not just for the Mini. Get it for a BMW. Get it for Cadillac. Get it for Hyundai. Good grief, all of them. Uh, and, of course, the dipstick that you can read and won't break, especially if you have an R50, R53, or R56, or even a Ford. Oh, that's just the dipstick handle. Go over to CravenSpeed.com. Check out all the different things. Make sure that you do sign up for the newsletter. You can do that at the bottom of all the pages. That way, anytime something new comes up, you'll hear about it right away. Super awesome. And uh, don't forget, too, is if you're shopping at OutMotoring.com, look for the Craven Speed stuff over there. And you kill two birds with one stone. Support both of our sponsors with one purchase. Super duper awesome. Ta-da. Just like that. You do the same thing if you go over to DetroitTune.com or if you go talk to Waylon or you go to Helix or you go wherever you happen to go and you get Craven Speed stuff and you're getting Craven Speed stuff because you heard about them on White Roof Radio, make sure you send an email over to Craven Speed. Say, hey, I bought some stuff, not from you guys direct, but I bought some stuff from this guy and I bought it because, you know, you guys support White Roof Radio. And if you buy stuff from CravenSpeed.com directly from the site, there's a spot there to leave a comment. Why don't you guys make sure you say, you know, thanks for supporting White Roof Radio. We really appreciate that. So do they. They, of course our very long-time friends over at CravenSpeed.com, uh, serving Portland, Oregon, since 2003. They've been a sponsor here. It's like almost as long as I'm motoring. Almost. It's been same, a while. Yeah, same as motoring file. CravenSpeed's OG, man. We love Kellen, and he drinks brown booze like a boss. <laughs> who, who doesn't? <laughs> I mean, come on. We've all we, we've been to Vegas with Kellen. Yes. <laughs> just saying. I've seen Kellen with his eyes. You know, they're just like a little slit. Just know? little slits. Yeah. <laughs> Back when we were a lot younger. Now he's got now he's got kids and stuff, and so he only has like one or two. He <laughs> is a baby's daddy. He is. Um, so that's at CravenSpeed.com. Go over there, check him out, please. If you would, we would really appreciate that. Thank you. And what was there? Something else after the, after the break? Jesus. Oh, uh, something. This is, this is where we make the clicking sounds. <laughs> Something new. Um, so and this is something I'm doing for the bicycle show over at ridebikesradio.com. And I want you guys to do it too. And I think we've already got somebody who's done it, and I'm going to keep an eye out for it. Is um, I'm tired of looking at motoring file for images for this week's show. I'm trying to tired of going through my Flickr stream. I, that's boring. Lame. I want to see pictures of your guys' minis. I want you guys to start tagging us. Tag White Roof Radio, at White Roof Radio, on the Twitter or Instagram with pictures of your car. Or post it up over on the Facebook page. Okay, I want you guys to do this frequently and often. I'm going to start sorting through those. And the ones that I pick, I'm going to start using them to be featured during this week's show. I thought that'd be really fun. 
and you get full credit, obviously. And I'll link you up in your if you post it, if you tag us on Instagram, I'll link your Instagram. If you tag us with a Flickr picture, I'll link up your Flickr, whichever, it doesn't matter. Just make sure you share that picture with us. And if you do, and if it's one that we like, it's gonna get used for that week's show image. So get on it. Remember, we you can do that by following us at uh, Instagram or Twitter. We're at White Roof Radio on both of those. Just tag us there or post it on the Facebook page, Facebook.com forward slash white roof radio. Super simple. Now, do you want the full White Roof Radio or WRR? No, I just don't don't tag don't don't do a hashtag. Don't do a hashtag because I'm not going to go hashtag surfing. Actually, it, if you're on Instagram, just tag at White Roof Radio in your post. If you are on Twitter, do an at reply to White Roof Radio. Uh, gotcha. Don't do a hashtag. Hashtags are no good. Um, I want you to actually tag us. Put our name in your post at White Roof Radio so that I will see it. And get notified and go, oh, my God, that's a dope picture. I'm going to use that one for this week's show. Anyway, I'm going to feature your guys' minis. Make that happen for me, please. Cool. Thank you very much. Yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. Get some get some new art going on on the website. It should be dope. Um, otherwise, we don't have anything else. MotoringBadges.com, I want you to go check it out. Uh, there's been many changes, MotoringBadges.com, including the really cool keychain. Have you guys seen this? This brand new product at MotoringStripes.com. It's a badge in keychain form. Super rad. It's awesome. I'm carrying one right now and pulling it out of my pocket. It's been holding up very well. This is very cool. Very cool stuff. Uh, go over there. Check it out. It's awesome. That's under the new section called swag. More, awesome. more coming. More coming. That's right. And don't forget the uh, Countryman Brute Protector Strip. Don't forget stripes for your mini uh, designed by Mr. Pearson himself. Don't forget the top secret way to get the uh, White Roof Radio Sunroof Delete Kit by using the contact form and shooting Todd an email. Make sure you include the color of your roof and what year your car is, and he will get you a quote for that Sunroof Delete Kit. And don't forget the discount code. Oh, don't forget the discount code. If you use the discount code of what? 5050. 5050, that still works. If you use a discount code of 5050, you save uh, 5% on That's your right. order? That's right. 5% on your order. Make sure you use discount code of 5050, save 5%. At uh, our friends over at motorstripes.com, you know, because blank is boring. Boom. The picture on the contact page, I think I took that picture. I bet, I bet you did. I know I didn't take it. <laughs> Which I took that picture. <laughs> it looks like it's a Philly. Anyway, it was. Um, that, was all... that was Philly. That DBA, you are correct. I would almost bet that I took that picture. Nice. It makes me happy. I like it when my photos get used for cool stuff. Um, that's a good picture, you too. Uh, but yeah, we're done otherwise. Anybody else have anything else? No, sir. Perfect. Good. Excellent. Don't forget to follow. Uh, don't forget to check out DetroitTune.com as well, especially if you like what Chad does here. Um, DetroitTune.com. Go there, check it out. Especially, there's going to be some, hopefully, everybody keep your arms and hands and fingers and legs crossed for Detroit Tune for the next week. We'll tell you more next week. New things coming. New things, new awesome things coming at DetroitTune.com. We're super excited, but we're not going to tell you yet because we don't want to jinx it. So just come back next week. This will be awesome. Anyway, we're done for the week, guys. Thanks for again for listening, for following. Uh, if you are a patron, thank you very much for helping to contribute and keeping Wire Radio going, helping start Wire Ride Bikes Radio. If you want to help us out that way yourself, you can do that um, over at patreon.com forward slash white roof radio. There's a link at whiteroofradio.com. Um, any help is always appreciated. Thank you very much. And But otherwise, we are done for the week. This is the part of the show where I like to make mm, the funny clicking sound. And then I say... Questions, comments, or concerns, go ahead and click back over to whiteroofradio.com. There you can leave us a note in the show notes. You can also email us feedback at whiteroofradio.com. Until next week, gang, this is TV. I'm done. Cheers. See ya.